0: Jokes every Monday from 6 to 8. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman.
1: Hey, thank you for uh, listening to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. I'm Mike Spiegelman. I don't go by Michael. Okay. And I'm very excited to have Dominic Gellin here. Hi, Dominic.
2: Hey, how's it going? Great.
1: Great to have you here. Oh, I'm uh,
2: excited. I'm, uh, you, you've hyped this up, so it better be good. I have good. hyped no, this up. Kidding. No, I'm uh, sure it'll be good. I'm sure I, it'll be good. I uh, created
1: a, uh, a teaser a cam- advertising campaign around your neighborhood on uh, bus stops <laughs> saying mattress c- companies are greedy.
2: Yeah. What is that?
1: You have to go to their
2: website to find out. Yeah, fuck that.
1: <laughs> Their website is Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. It's oh, okay. actually a connection to my site. Uh, so, welcome. To, uh, by the way, that is the website you should always consult because you'll have up to date episodes with the actual movies that we'll be watching on YouTube. So, yep. you can. The idea is to listen to us and watch the movie. Follow along. At the same time. Follow along. Yeah. Join us. <laughs> we picked the movie today that. You're going to need company to make it through its 65 minutes. So,
2: oh man, is there so you said the objective is for us to make it through this film? Right. What happens if we don't? What does that look like?
1: Have you ever just walked out of a movie?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I did it last week with um, Masterminds. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> what scene did you walk out of masterminds what, what was it
2: oh man i was trying really hard uh i think i made it about a half hour in uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> directed by uh the guy who did yeah that film uh nacho libre
2: oh okay uh, that makes sense uh,
1: you know the one with the vote for pedro
2: uh okay yeah, yeah. I, I mean it makes sense like that's that's what it felt like it felt like i was watching Napo- uh, napoleon dynamite right that's napoleon
1: the one. dynamite um jared hess is the director and he made a film called gentleman broncos which is probably worse than masterminds so i haven't seen masterminds but... i felt
2: really bad because i wanted to like it
1: how can you not
2: is i it... wanted to like it. it's Kristen wig zach alfanakis leslie jones is <laughs> in there like i want to like this movie
1: but it's good it's a new age of bad movies coming All
2: out i guess yeah. <laughs>
1: So uh, today's film, uh, because I know it's almost Halloween, and it's almost Christmas, and mm-hmm. then, you know, New Year's. Re-election is a couple weeks, so we are going to watch a political film. Okay. Uh, so it, here's how the premise of the show works. Thank you for listening. We're on mutinyradio.fm, live Sundays, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. There is no sh- episode October 30th, there'll be no episode coming out, but we will resume. We'll be back in two weeks. Just so you know, we're taking a quick break, celebrating 21 episodes, consecutive episodes. So, yeah, yeah, taking one, one week off. Uh, but anyway, you can listen to us live. As always, you can call us and you'll be part of the podcast. All you have to do is remember if it's Sunday 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and it's not October 30th, go ahead and call the studio at 415 550 0511 and you could just talk to us. We'll put you on the air. We get calls. Do you really? Yeah. Same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay uh, we yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said uh, we yeah. get
2: we get a call multiple times. It's not the same as we get
1: calls. When you mention we, uh, Dom, you have a show here on mutiny radio fm as well and, yes. and the way people can hear it is
2: Yeah. Uh so if you go to um lazybrunch hour dot com, the Lazy Brunch Hour is a podcast that I co host with Tess Berry. And we have a bunch of really badass ladies on. And, well, really, we, like, we give them a drink and then we hit record.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some drink remains here, too. So yeah, yeah. Like a drink Today day.
2: we didn't finish Bla- Bloody Mary's, so there's still, like, half a thing of vodka left.
1: That's great. So if you guys want to have some free vodka, please stay away from the studio. The <laughs> last person we want to talk to. You. But go in front of a computer screen, a uh, tablet screen, your phone screen, a games playing machine screen, anything that has YouTube. And we're going to type in today's movie. Uh, this is a film from 1972. Not a film from the 80s.
2: Not a film from the 80s. Yeah. Was that, that, that's been a trend for you.
1: I've been trying to avoid the eighties. <laughs> 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 so this is for the seventies. Hooray. Uh, yay. My babysitters love this movie But it came out in 1972. So go ahead and type in another nice mess.
2: Another
1: nice mess. Isn't, does that sound appealing? It does. Sorry. Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm like trying to,
1: <laughs> and you should find the uh, version hosted on the channel by our good friend vidiot, LOL 2000. And, go. uh, he has a picture for the
2: new millennium
1: (laughs) yeah he's he's kicking it new school this new millennium school uh and he's a vidiot which is an 80s term what's that you're a couch potato you're a vidiot you sit in front of the idiot box yeah Uh,
2: um yeah so what's the movie about what is this
1: all right let's go ahead and uh so i i have it on pause zero 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 why don't we just start it
2: Okay. Wait, you're not gonna tell me what it's what it's about at all. No. All right.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, we can talk about once it starts. I want. Okay. I, I don't want to. Well, should I? Oh, right. Just
2: like a little like, who's it about? Is okay. this is this like Joe Schmo discovers a like what what it?
1: Is... So this is about Joe Schmo and okay. discovers a, a. It's called Another Fine Mess. It is a movie with produced by Tommy Smothers. You know they had the Smothers Brothers back in the late '60s and it was a political TV show and a lot of the writers, including Super Dave Osborne, aka uh bob einstein uh wrote and steve martin they all wrote and on the smothers brothers and this is a film produced by tommy smothers which is where richard nixon and spirit agnew are laurel and hardy and uh, nixon and that's the entire so, premise
2: with that spirit agnew
1: and uh, richard nixon act like they're laurel and hardy
2: laurel and hardy yeah,
1: Laurel and Hardy. You remember the silent movie uh
2: Remember the silent movie? Do you remember Fucking ate like sil- No, I don't remember the silent movie. Do
1: you remember the silent movie? Uh at their comedy duo. They spoke, of course. It was all black and white. It was uh two guys and they had little caps and they all uh right. one was uh, hefty and one was not and they uh they both beat each other up. They like to carry pianos up staircases.
2: Okay, and let's hit
1: play. In the the music box. But anyway, uh, this film is written and directed by Super Dave Osborne, a.k.a. Bob Einstein, and uh, <laughs> it played for a week.
2: <laughs> As he takes a sip of his ginger beer.
1: Yeah, right. Okay, so we should be uh, ready. Uh, the video is paused at zero zero. This is another fine mess. 1972, full movie slash lol from vid- vid- Lowell 2000 I like to say lol a lot.
2: Lol, lol. He's yeah. laughing out loud. He's like, "Oh, another fine mess." Nineteen seventy-two, full movie. I'm laughing out loud.
1: And the uh, last three characters of the URL is amu. So, the count of three. We'll hit play. One, two, three. Play. And this movie is rated PG for political uh, jokes, <laughs> gags, political gags. It's a fine film's release. So, hopefully, it'll be fine.
2: I'm not able to hear anything.
1: Oh no, I have it on here. I'm playing it through the, uh, ah,
2: okay, the, the video
1: box here. This video box.
2: <laughs>
1: so this is the uh, White House. Yeah, they got a, Someone they paid someone fifty bucks to fly a plane. <laughs> this is back when you could fly planes from the White House. Oh, and they're playing that British song, "God Bless the Queen." So they paid this orchestra, or they just went to uh, a public event. Um, they went to are they playing
2: club. God Bless the Queen?
1: Well, isn't there a song of ours that has the, the same th- national anthem of France or something like that?
2: I think you're thinking um, of a Beatles song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How dare me.
2: Yeah, there, we wouldn't be playing a British song at a presidential event. <laughs>
1: <coughs> There's a, a song, a national song, which is the same as another country. I know it. Okay. So, so this is archival footage. This is what television looked like in 1972 Jesus. of the presidency, and it just looks like a box of people.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> really blurry. It's good. That's I'll be in the theater. Focus. <laughs> 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 it looks like they're on the Titanic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the ina- uh, the inauguration is always nuts. I had friends who worked on the last inauguration for uh, President Obama. Well, you know, because I used to work in politics.
1: Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah.
2: I worked for the party, and then we would always send people up for for one inauguration or another. Um, but it's always freezing, and it's always a mess. My mom and I got to go to a few holiday parties from the White House, though.
1: Wow. Well, yeah, so tell me about that.
2: Uh, well, I, I started off doing volunteer work while I was in college, um, but the work that I was doing was connecting college Democrat chapters to local parties so that they weren't just relegated to each campus um and and so i st- my first job out of college was doing youth outreach for the state party
1: oh that's so cool uh
2: yeah it, it was a lot of fun i mean i met a lot of cool people and that was a different way to get to know my state because i was driving around florida all the time uh <laughs> but the end result was when you do enough volunteer hours the, the either the presidential inaugural committee which goes by pick pick or um different party staff they might recommend you to to go and nominate you to go and so yeah it was pretty fun
1: that's so cool so so you have an insight on all, all this humor <laughs> right now they're doing uh uh st- old-timey movie shtick you see uh, so string? it's yeah it's actually not spiro agnew but it's uh uh stan Hart. Oh, that's Rich Hall Rich Little, excuse me Rich Do you know Rich Little? Uh-uh He's a Canadian who's pop, uh, best known for his impressions He did him a lot on Johnny Carson He did him a lot on television uh, This is him right now in his prime, basically oh. he, But Even though this film is not listed in his bibliography <laughs> So he had Rich Little And that's his underwear Gotcha And that music is Laurel and Hardy's theme song I think they're playing every other eighth note differently. (laughs) And Laurel Hardy's saying is another fine mess. This is called another nice mess. Uh. (laughs) Ah, I think it's supposed to be pronounced like it's uh, a turtle from a Pixar movie. Like, another nice, nice mess. (laughs) Hey, dude, I'm a turtle surfer. Is it
2: more, did they want it to pay homage to another nice mess or poke fun at it? Or both?
1: their idea is that these guys are basically like bumble idiots like <laughs> like uh, a comedy duo Gotcha. so they're going to pretend to be a comedy duo for the entirety of this film <laughs> so the humor in the 70s wasn't that subtle I mean there's the president and this is the messiah Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bob Einstein wrote and directed he's also known as Super Dave Osborne who uh, has a lot of premium cable specials throughout the last 30 years. <laughs> uh, his brother is Albert Brooks.
2: Oh, okay. In
1: fact, Albert Brooks' real name is Albert Einstein.
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you see, he's, uh, the president right now is talking like he's Laurel and Hardy.
2: Gotcha. That's the goofy voices.
1: Yeah, the goofy voices. And he's making fun of the Nixon peace sign. Hmm. (laughs) This guy realizes he's not getting paid for being in the movie. (laughs) The middle finger. Yeah, so this is the entire movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, this is not even shot like outside the White House, is it? I mean,
2: I mean, probably not.
1: They're not on the South Lawn, they're probably just like at a golf course. A lot of people made a lot of money impersonating Richard Nixon. It was <laughs> a cottage industry
2: because all, all of them are so entertaining too oh yeah I can't you know I mean like I've never seen an Elvis impersonation been like oh that was really I'm glad I saw that but Got I've it. seen many a Richard Nixon impression that made me laugh
1: <laughs> there was uh, I see, I see these guys Laurel and Hardy oh, I gotcha so they're they're being super meta in this movie they're impersonating him and showing it just in case you don't get the idea <laughs> And it's political because they're a bunch of bumbling idiots and they're the most Mm -hmm. powerful men in the world. (laughs) There's Richard Nixon in the editing room, giving a comment of his own film. (laughs) Oh, I can't believe they closed the White House to shoot in this movie. Shoot this
2: movie.
1: <laughs> they asked the occupants to leave. They put a little notification on the gate on Yeah, let it's people a, know. We are shooting
2: Please don't uh, be home on nice Thursday mess. at three. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll be shooting another nice mess <laughs> with Rich Little. Uh we'll let you know, please no parking on the East Lawn. Yeah, exactly. Side.
2: Making sure everybody knows what's up.
1: Actually, you no. Know, the Great Lawn actually had a craft table set up uh, during the shooting of this movie. The what? They had a craft table set up so, you know, people can get, eat food.
2: Ah, okay, nice.
1: I put in the Lincoln uh, bedroom. So what room did they get to recreate the Oval Office? It's not the o- Oval at all.
2: No, but they have all these... When I went there, they had, like... They had rooms. Some of the rooms they just called by colors. Like, oh, have you have you been to the red room, the blue room? Um, they have one that's uh, kind of like an old. I think it used to. Be, I forget whose room it used to be, but it's like known as the first lady's rooms because it's it's got a bunch of first lady portraits in there.
1: No, can I say that I thought the first lady's room was the uh, first bathroom when you enter the uh, the White House? It's usually on to the right, the first lady's room.
2: Maybe I mean there's I know there's uh, a, a joke. Oh, oh sorry because uh, that's where the bathrooms room. are.
1: <laughs> I was in the no, first there's... lady. I was saying this is the first lady's restroom.
2: Oh, first I uh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, all right, well, maybe the person who put all the portrait of all the first ladies thought about that and thought it would be really entertaining <laughs> as well.
1: What that's the room by the ladies? Uh, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this this movie actually reminds me of like it's just like one of those funnier die videos that are fifteen minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> I like how time <laughs> passes as they dance together O. Oh. <laughs> They're acting like uh, Laurel and Hardy. I wonder if they consulted the estate of Laurel and Hardy, and like maybe Laurel and Hardy were still alive in the late oh. early seventies. It's so weird. His first name was Spiro. <laughs> Spiro Agnew. Spiro. Even Spiro is a weird name.
2: There was a PlayStation game when I was growing up called Spy of the Dragon.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that was after the vice presidency. He got into video gaming and uh, oh. yeah. he got into a lot of aerial racing and uh, uh, coin collecting.
3: Huh.
1: That's a great game because it's uh, 3D. <laughs> Take that, Nintendo. <laughs> PlayStation is 3D games. You're of dragon and you're flying in the air. <laughs> Uh, look at all the plants in the audience. There's men there's security are disguised as plants. It's yeah. The planted audience. <laughs> Hello sir. Boo, you suck. <gasps> no no that guy's a plant. <laughs> So far, they've made this movie. It's 15 minutes in the movie, say, and uh, 10 minutes into the movie, and they have three locations. One room, this room, and, the, and that side.
2: Is that a low number for movies around this time?
1: Yeah. I mean, usually they uh, have a little more... They uh, show it signed a little more... Here's the security guards. The thing about like high concept comedies is that like once you get the idea, you still have like an hour to fill. (laughs) So what are you going to do? Introduce the uh, Secret Service. Seriously, it was awful. It's the toughest Japanese in the world. That's where I knew was Dancing with the Black guy. I also think it's weird that the, the movies always portray the, the presidency. I mean, what right? You know what I mean? Like, it usually reflects what Americans think of the president. So, like, Bill Clinton, you suddenly have, like, murder at 1600. The president got away with murder. Or, <laughs> or wag the tail. Or it's like the president schemed something, you know. Or even meeting Beavis and Butthead, and Beavis and Butthead do America. It's, it seemed like, I felt like Clinton, after being nearly impeached, suddenly was okay to make fun of in the media or just kind of explore mm-hmm. it, in the media. it. became a character in the media.
2: But you you do or don't feel that way with Nixon?
1: Well, Nixon, yeah. I mean, there's so much Nixon stuff, including this film here. Yeah.
2: They didn't do a lot of Bush stuff, I felt like. I felt like there were a lot of stand-up comedians (laughs) making fun of Bush, but not a lot of, like...
1: Yeah, there was Will Ferrell. He did a a one-man show called Thanks, America. You're Welcome, America. Right. Yeah. Yes,
2: he did that one. But But in terms of, like, movies...
1: Uh, Guantanamo, Harold and Kumar go to Guantanamo Bay with George W. Bush in that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he appeared in that. But yeah, you're right. Oh, no, there was a movie called The Assassination of George W. Bush.
2: Oh, I missed that. They and, were allowed to make a movie called The Assassination It was
1: made in Canada. Uh, okay. It, <laughs> was, uh, it was a mockumentary, and I've seen it. It's a mockumentary about the day President George Bush was shot up, And the actual assassination scene is not 50 minutes into these fake talking head scenes, and it's so boring. Oh, wow. And and one hand you're like this is a you know sacrilege what the hell are you talking about and the other hand it's like oh, this movie is just fucking up its own house <laughs> so, you know it's a uh, it's out there it's on the IFC a lot oh, okay the assassination of George W Bush I have I I don't
2: have cable but I can look
1: up IFC well you could just a bit torrent it actually I wouldn't don't type that into a search
2: engine
1: <laughs> <laughs> unless you enjoy the Secret Service showing up oh they're gonna walk into a
3: third
2: room. Nope, I guess that character is going to go walk into that room. (laughs) Oh, no, here's another room.
1: Now it's a monkeys episode. So this is the Oval Office.
2: Yeah, they're cleaning up the Oval Office.
1: Which has a ladder in it. And they're speeding it up. Still better than House of Cards. (laughs) Yeah, how's the cards? I mean, now, like, I, I do think the president became a character in, uh, during the Clinton administration. I think they kind of. I mean, yeah, George, uh, Ronald Reagan, you had tons of Ronald Reagan's crap during the 80s. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. A lot of uh, presidents in the 80s movies, like Dreamscape, they usually have like a paternal uh, president. You know, like a G- Michael Douglas. Like a Michael, Michael <laughs> Douglas. Or, uh, in Dreamscape, it was the guy from uh, Green uh, Acres, Eddie Albert, who mm. at this time was kind of old and paternal and, you know, like Ronald Reagan. <laughs> she doesn't get his uh, Laurel and Hardy reference. It's a young Rich little. He only looks like he's 50 years old.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: never seen Rich Little do one impression for an entirety of a show. Oh, really? I, yeah, I'm half expecting him to break out into John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Pilgrim. Oh, here's the scene with the ladder. I'm going to have to sit through it. You need lateral. Lateral. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to explain every joke I say they're n- now doing Three Stooges material so is it funny because that's the president that they're acting like uh, they're idiots <laughs> Well, wow. this is what I'm saying thank you Dominic for being here <laughs> I hope everybody is watching this movie with us we're just 16 minutes 58 seconds in and uh, I don't think i would be able to sit through the entirety of this hour long movie I mean
2: totally fair it's there's not a lot happening
1: yeah they're sitting on a ladder and the guy's doing stand. Loro- oh
2: he just for sexual harassment oh and then Nixon goes down
1: what happened? I just well, grabbed that one. Well, was it was his
2: second. So the first, the first weird one was when they were like, "That dude is the highest jumping Negro," and that was weird. And then yeah, now he like weird. grabbed her tit. Uh, you know, it's everything I would expect from a '70s movie, truthfully. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a comedy. It's it's politically incorrect. Yeah, I thought that was a little weird too when he when he referred to the Secret Service like that. And then it didn't help when the next guy was immediately the the uh,
2: the, the, the it was the f- highest jumping Negro, the fastest Japanese guy, and the some, and the tallest Indian, or something. It was just like <laughs> they were just they just lined them all up, and they were like, "We're gonna talk shit about each of you." And then in ten minutes, I'm gonna grab that lady. Speaking tip. of line
1: them up, I love this shot. You can see the shadows of the three principal actors <laughs> behind the set. I mean. I think the lighting could have been a little better in this shot. You know what? They were going to do it in a second take, but they forgot to do a second take.
2: <laughs> Probably. Yeah, if you want to tap out of this film, that's, <laughs> I'm, you know. Uh, you,
1: oh, you, well, we could, uh, there's other movies out there. Do you really want to tap out?
2: <laughs> no, we could. Let, let's let, watch let's this whole movie. Thing. It's yeah. an hour
1: long. We'll, we'll see. I always keep a backup movie just for this you series. Really? Yeah, absolutely. The first movie I tapped out watching this in this series is Kane, which is a famous 60s exploitation film. It's like The Faces ah. of Death, or as a millennial example would be Anything and Everything on YouTube. Yeah. It's all-star hip-hop, I guess, those videos. But it's uh, they were like, here's a restaurant where people eat dogs, and they have like a cage with dogs in it and like arrows pointing to the live dogs and like tables set up and a butcher's like yeah, give can we break ooh rich little is richard nixon shaving looking in the mirror i use that much shaving cream when i shave <laughs> i make sure i use at like least a, a n- quarter of a can i love this music playing in the background like they just don't have any faith in this scene <laughs> <laughs> they can make a movie like this with Obama, right? There's still time.
2: Oh man!
1: There is a. I guess a Michael Moore came out with a theatrically released film called Michael Moore and Trumpland, and he he announced it as a surprise release. It's basically uh. And
2: you know, going to Trump rallies, probably.
1: Yeah, you know, he goes to a county that's a little more pro-Trump, and he holds a. a Q and A there. And that's the movie. So that's kinda of gimmicky. Yeah, for sure. Look at him like Richard Nixon is standing on his uh
2: on a car. car. Like no not needed, worried about getting shot.
1: No one's that's gonna waste the weird. bullet. He was uh, I mean that Nixon's been around forever. All I know about Nixon I saw in the Oliver Stone movie Nixon. <laughs> something about his mother
2: yeah him and L- LBJ <laughs>
1: <laughs> that guy looks like Ted Cruz they all look like Ted Cruz in these archival photos they all have like squishy little faces oh there's Uncle Sam on stilts he had to get a second job as a birthday clown
2: mm <laughs>
1: So all this footage is what was on TV on the four channels in yeah, the this '70s, is, uh, you know.
2: B, I B-roll of Richard Nixon.
1: <laughs> but the, 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 this footage is iconic because everyone—that's all they could watch, you know. Like, yeah, oh, he's daydreaming. Oh, the vice president is wearing uh, star-spangled boxers because <laughs> that's funny. It's like the office party Oh I have to do a stand up set During my uh, Christmas office party (laughs) Jesus I don't know what to do I don't want to do anything for my act Yeah I hear you dude Because then you
2: gotta look at them the next day (laughs) Yeah
1: right exactly That's a good point I am not shaving Oh there he goes I like that the safety razor You see the vice president is uh, coiling the drain and the the coil is popping up in the bathroom where the president is trying to shave. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. And you have to hold your sideburns like this (laughs) with your finger when you shave. (laughs) my god I can't believe like how they shot this film it's just they put a camera in some guy's uh, house yeah it looks like it (laughs) put a lot of lighting in the room This has to be on a double bill. There's no way like a theater would charge full price back in nineteen seventy two for a sixty <laughs> five minute movie of people in a house pretending to be Laurel and Hardy and Nixon and Spiro and Agnew. But well, you know how slow uh, I story new- This uh Laurel and Hardy is a good group if you think I'm a castello or Yeah. <laughs> There's been other movies where which are terrible that uh, take archives of of old school uh, comedians. There's a film called Stooge Mania mm-hmm. where uh, Josh Mostel plays a obsessive Three Stooges fan, oh. and it's him watching the Stooges and footage of the Stooges,
2: All and right. it's about eighty minutes. Jesus,
1: hey, you know, let's check that out afterwards. <laughs> I don't know Steve Stu's mania. My- <laughs> I, this I, was only an hour. This is an appetizer. I should
2: have had coffee this morning. I yeah, guess, I like, had uh, a two espressos before coming in. <laughs> <to here. laughs> One espresso I failed you.
1: I made sure I had some kind of espresso with me to watch this movie. They're at a state dinner. From the looks of it, the state's Connecticut.
2: <laughs> yeah, it looks like he just also poured wine on himself.
1: Oh, well, look at this. They, uh, they're they all going to do it. They're all going to do it. They're they are good uh, ambassadors. Another tip. Ooh, wet t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to have the sound effect. God, the lighting. Look at that. You can see the shadows <laughs> of everybody standing.
2: Very, very long shadows,
1: too. Look the expressionist film. Avant-garde. Avant-garde.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they're pretending to be Laurel and Hardy you know what I don't think I've seen that much Laurel and Hardy to go oh they're pretending to still be Laurel and
2: Hardy <laughs> well I'd, I'd never heard of them before today so
1: do you so who so you wouldn't say that Laurel and Hardy are, are your favorite oh, uh, I film did duo
2: did not even hear of them no, no. <laughs>
1: are you, is it because you're more of a uh, Martin and Lewis fan <laughs> <laughs> you can be honest. Oh, you, I think it's because
2: I'm 12. Uh, I've Kaze- been doing comedy for 10 seconds, so I'm still.
1: give her Avdik Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted.
2: Like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, yeah, sure. That That's, <laughs> That's also before my time.
1: Yeah, that is true. Uh, well, I mean, uh, we just mentioned them. Uh, like Harold and Kumar. Yeah. I guess that's comedy Um, too. Oh, Spade and Farley. David Spade and Chris Uh, Farley. Okay, I guess I would
2: have caught the tail end of that.
1: They did two movies. Yeah. But they would have done, like, they they remind me a lot of, like, uh, Laurel and Hardy. Mm. Especially Black Sheep, because they get attacked by a bat in a cabin, which is just like, what am I watching? (laughs) (laughs) Just these two idiots running around getting attacked by a bat. Yeah. Yeah, It's just like a Laurel and Hardy movie. Marks brothers uh ritz brothers just, just
2: keep throwing names at me while i give you blank stares it's
1: the Lancy street kids the dead end kids uh keep going. wilster wilson and wilster that is a, I, tcm always has these uh, do, uh are you a fan of the uh, the thin man they just had the sequel, Another Thin Man, on TV. Oh. Not Song of the Thin Man. That's the last movie. I don't know. Or Son of the Thin Man. The only no. thing
2: I know about the Thin Man uh, <laughs> was in the Charlie's Angels movie. Uh, oh, right. Antagonist uh, was a tall, slim, slander guy, and they called him Creepy Thin Man. And that is the closest I got to the actual Thin Man.
3: <laughs>
1: that's, uh, and that was, uh, what's his name? Crispin Glover. What? Wasn't Crispin Glover it was the Creepy Thin Man?
2: I, I don't even know his name. Probably. it was. But again, it was the... Um, Charlie's Angels movie, the first movie from like 2001 or 2002. The one that had that Blink-182 song as a theme song.
1: No, I love that movie. It's my favorite. Fully Reloaded is good.
2: What, the second one?
1: The second one's good. The second
2: one wasn't good, dude.
1: <laughs> they're on air Charlie's Angels, full throttle. Full nah. throttle. Well the first one has LL Cool J, right in the beginning when yeah, they're like, Oh, yeah. a movie based on, on Yeah. That's that's great.
2: I, I hear birds can't fly this high. I hear only angels can. Like <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, you know, a friend of mine passed away when the second movie was on DVD, and I I remember purchasing the DVD of the second one, watching it, and they're they're being shot at, and they jump over bullets.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I go, what a world. Yeah, that just made me a lot happy. Like, to live in a world where you just just flip over bullets, so they go, yeah, so that you can't get shot.
2: That was the one that they had with Demi Moore. And I remember (laughs) I remember when the second one came out I thought I was really into cars And so they have this scene Where she's driving a cobra And then they blow the cobra up um, and
1: you were like, "Oh my God, that poor Cobra."
2: Yeah, and I was just like, "That is so disrespectful to everything that car is." And blah 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 blah. <laughs> well,
1: so, what so do you so know, down. Demi Moore? What's your favorite? What when you hear Demi Moore, what movie do you think of? Charlie Angels* Two Ghost. Ghost. Okay, so yeah, that's a good. Within range.
2: Uh, and then I have a cousin who's like, Nah. Her her biggest movie was *G.I. Jane*, and I was like, *G.I.
1: Jane*, yeah. Um, oh, and
2: did. then I have a friend, another friend who's not seen any of her movies, and she was like, "I just think of that um, magazine cover." She oh, she's naked, she naked and pregnant, and, yeah.
1: yeah. I know her because I was born in a certain age uh, from <laughs> no, uh, no Small Affair, the John Cryer movie, where John Cryer is a rich white kid from San Francisco, uh-huh. and he likes photography, and he takes a photograph of a singer he likes, Demi Moore, okay. and he, posts, he pays to put her ad on all the San Francisco uh, cabs. And, uh, by the way, there's, like, a girl that likes him, and there's also Tim Robbins in this film.
2: Oh, okay. And
1: the bad guy is George Wendt, Norm from Cheers, and she, she plays in North Beach, and, uh, uh, at the end of the movie, he's playing at the video arcade at the San Francisco, uh, International Airport, uh-huh. and, uh, he's playing a video game, and the nerdy girl that likes him all along comes up, and they, they get together.
2: Okay, what but movie is this?
1: No Small Affair, no with John Cryer, and Demi Moore, and, uh... David Ogden Steers, of course, from M.A.S.H. and uh, <laughs> George Wendt. But basically, hes it's an older woman that he's obsessed with. And because he's a rich white kid, he spends money on advertising of the photo he has, and that causes rift. And then he more sings in North Beach uh, bars.
2: And, <laughs>
1: and it ends with the video arcade at the airport. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really funny to see which...
2: I mean, it doesn't sound like that was a terrible movie.
1: Oh, it was a terrible movie, but you okay. know, I mean, I was in high school and I was on a date, nice. and I do remember trying to put my hand on her. I put my hand on her leg. I was like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't smooth, in the theater. That was speaks. that was smooth. The... Smith Spiegelman. Um, she was driving at the time, which I think was probably oh, awkward. Oh yeah, not yeah. great.
2: <laughs> but you know, what's uh, my mom was telling me that her favorite like terrible movie. Was um, an earlier Julia Roberts film, Flatliners. Mm, mm, mm. Saw <laughs> it in the theater. Um, and one of my like, there's one that Sandra Bullock did forever ago, like right when people were starting to get internet at home, and I think it's just called the net or the web or something. <laughs> the net's great. The net, I loved it.
1: My wife hates that movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> because I'm in love with Sandra Bullock, and all the net is her watching a computer monitor. She's looking at a computer monitor for half the movie.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're typing real, real slowly, if she's typing at all,
1: (laughs) (laughs) she's like pondering everything, like looking into space, like wow. Maybe she's looking at photos of me, Mike Spiegelman. (laughs) That has a big chase scene in Moscone Center at the end. The net. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. the little keystone, key, uh, keystone Cops. Do you know the Keystone Cops? No. Silent Picture Mac uh, Senate. He used to make a bunch of movies with Charlie Chaplin and uh, he had his own crew called the Keystone Cops with K's and they just basically ran around like that and they sped it up.
2: Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: So they would chase people or they go the wrong direction so there'd be 12 guys dressed up as turn of the century Irish cops running one direction. <laughs> And then the bag, the little burglar will run the other way, and then they all run the other way. (laughs) Ah, we're back to this movie. (laughs) (laughs) So they're in the back seat of a limo. So this movie's budget's pretty. they get a lot out of it because I'm sure not only do they shoot the scene in this rented limo, but it also drives them to the next location.
2: <laughs> I'm
1: trying to think of a good political comedy.
2: I really liked, um, of all of all of them, fucking that movie with uh, Kirsten Dunst. Uh, Dick. Dick.
1: Dick's hysterical. That's Dick a, that's the Nixon so one.
2: Funny dude.
1: <laughs> they give Nixon the uh, brownies pop yeah. brownies yeah
2: and, you know and then like that the way they explain away the 18 minutes and whatever Oh God. yeah i really enjoyed that one um it's another really good political... I, I enjoy veep i don't i'm not like up to date on veep but i enjoy that show a lot it's
1: yeah like... well you don't have to be up to date i think everyone's angry and pissed off and then 28 minutes pass <laughs> yeah, as long as everyone runs in the same motion So right now we're watching a scene where they're in the backseat of the limousine, and Spiro is teaching Nixon how to do three card Monty or the three the P and the three walnut shells. Yeah. So is this like a, a deeper political satire that we're unaware of? Our generation Why doesn't get. Do they're
2: guess? just trying to say how dumb they were.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty dumb. You know, any, excuse me. Any other kind of Monty, I'm okay with. If You're like, yeah, you want to play one card Monty? I'll be like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> I don't know if Monty's meant to be played with three cards, five card. Man, I'm a five card Monty guy myself. I
2: didn't even realize that game was called Monty.
1: Yeah, with a T E. With well, maybe with a little a little uh, accent on the E. But I don't think I've ever used Monty in any other kind of variation. i <laughs> Like, pull that deck of cards and be like, "Who's up for some?" Oh, we got six players. Perfect, just enough players for some fifty-two, uh, Monty. <laughs> oh, what was the 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 grumpy old men uh, president movie? Do you remember Dan Aykroyd and uh, ex presidents? Maybe it was Jack Lemmon and uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd, and they played ex presidents. Oh. Oh no! I think I think it was uh, Jack Lemmon and another, like James Garner, were ex-presidents, and they were trying to stop ex-president Dan Aykroyd and another ex-president for doing an evil scheme, and they like went across America. This trying... wasn't
2: Wag the Dog.
1: No, this is after Wag the Dog. This was uh, hmm. before Charlie's Angels.
2: <laughs>
1: this is late '90s, I think. I don't know. It was after Grumpy Old Men two, but before Charlie's Angels one. <laughs> oh, this is Steve Martin right here. Is it really? Yeah. So he <laughs> he rode and worked with these guys.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a good shot. And there's Steve Martin. He just happened <laughs> to be in the crowd when they, when he uh, got thrown. Look at all that hair Steve Martin had. <laughs> None of it white. No. They always said that his first movie was uh, "Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. Was what? "Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band, the ah, movie. yeah. But it's, excuse me, it's this. Huh. 36 minutes into it. <sighs> I'm sighing because I just realized the Secret Service are going to be wearing the shrubbery the entire movie. The
2: entire movie.
1: They have 20 more minutes before this film ends. That sounds like Steve Martin. Mm -hmm, (laughs) He must mm -hmm. be 12 12 years old and 10 minutes into comedy. Oh my god, Steve Martin is assaulting the president. I get to bash a hippie.
2: And holding his own against the Secret Service.
1: Well, you know, it's tough to bash a hippie. It's like tipping a cow. It's not that easy. Oh, they're going to get into the hippie bashing. And I think them throwing bricks is a call to Crazy Cat, the 1930s uh, comic strip sensation, which featured a, a rat throwing a brick at a cat. I bet like all the hippies had the soundtrack to this movie. Huh? Yeah, man, it's a new Smothers Brothers joint. they're throwing bricks in the background of this thing we're watching these two people fight
2: I think they one of them was the chauffeur
1: but these are prop bricks right they're not throwing like real bricks at, at I kids I should hope so this does remind me of silent movies where they would just shoot it outside of uh, wherever they are yeah <laughs> You know, they just happen to be in some suburban block. We'll just shoot the movie here. I'm digging this music. I mean, I'm digging my own grave listening to this music. <laughs> oh, there goes the rental limo.
2: Oh, no. <laughs>
1: That's their famous song. Doo Doo, do 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 You know, one rule of comedy is the underwear rule, which is that you don't want to make it too showy because it's a little too jokey that way. Like, you know, you don't want to have them wearing stars in their boxers. Ah, okay. But he's the vice president and he has like white and red striped socks. Socks. (laughs) (sighs) I don't know who these two are, but it's nice to see other people.
2: That's the lady who works for them, right?
1: sure <laughs>
2: uh, you're like, yeah.
1: yeah I think she braided her hair by lying lying on the ground like a <laughs> car running over it.
2: I'm a communist now is that what it says
1: yeah she, she did the, the Nazi salute to him oh
2: no <laughs> pretty terrible
1: that is so politically incorrect
2: Nazi salute is awful
1: it is because you poke someone's eye out because usually, you know, you don't look when you do it.
2: Just waving your arms all willy-nilly.
1: You ever do that in your car and you see another Nazi? It just hurts your hand like you hit the windshield by mistake.
2: Do I? Uh, I'm sorry. When what? you give a
1: Nazi salute in while you're driving a car because oh. then you hit the windshield with your hand.
2: I'll I'll let you know the next time I uh, do a Nazi salute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <The car. laughs> it's hard to do in confined spaces. So they shot this in what? Like a Toastmasters at an Elk Club? It I looks mean, like
2: they have footage from some State of the Union address and, yeah, probably had access to whatever the Hollywood Labor Union is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they went to the Labor Union's hallway and just shot this put a dais up.
2: Yeah. It probably already had a dais.
1: Yeah, right. Are you a fan of the TV show, Mr. Show? Mr. Show did a bit where Abraham Lincoln talked like he was a Three Stooges. He's like, okay, yeah. you wise guys. I thought that was very funny. Actually, I laughed so hard at that I thought I was going to die. It was one of those few oh. moments <laughs> in my life where I laughed too hard.
2: No, I've never heard of Mr. Show.
1: Oh, that's a great show. He even got the Netflix service where they reunited everybody for a short Oh, run, nice. So. He just got Rich Littles so like can you do Laurel and Hardy? Yes. Can you do Richard Nixon? Yes. <laughs> can you do both at the same time? Yeah, but for television, that seems like a more of an event.
3: <laughs>
1: well what if we make a movie out of it? Yeah, a movie would capture. You have to see that on big screen, yeah, doing gosh. two impressions at once. Nixon's watching the movie. <laughs> He's riffing on the movie that we're trying to riff on.
2: <laughs> what an asshole!
1: What an asshole! God, I hate it when movies riff better than uh, I do. <laughs> you know, if I was in a movie theater in 1972, I'd, I'd be like, "See the political comedy, another nice mess." <laughs> Sixty minutes of political ass, followed by four hours of hardcore pornography to make up for the first hour.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yikes!
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Stevie Wonder will be performing tonight. After you watch this one-hour movie, <laughs> 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 they're like, "Oh my God, I get Stevie Wonder." Yeah, I think they're showing like old-timey f- archival footage on purpose too cuz Laurel and Hardy. yeah,
2: from State of the <laughs> Union probably.
1: Yeah. They weren't in that many states in the First State of the Union, so it, it didn't take that long. <laughs> he has the same mannerisms as Laurel and Hardy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's
1: the sound of you falling asleep on the microphone Oh no, sorry, I was trying to adjust it (laughs) (laughs) Don't nod off yet I love nodding off I do that when I play video games I just feel the (laughs) controller fall out of my hand Like sometimes in some video games You kind of, when you space out You don't necessarily die But like characters will walk by Or the same background will occur and you just like tune out, just watch all these video characters move and then drop the controller on the floor. <laughs> I wouldn't say this movie is bad, but I'm telling you how one of my best non off experiences.
2: Yeah. 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 It means it's not great.
1: This guy likes it. I keep referring to them as Laurel and Hardy because I don't know the names of each of them individually. <laughs> you, could always, you always describe the physical appearances. But, and then I always have to pretend like who says what. Like an Abbott Costello. Hey,
2: Abbott.
1: So I know that the other guy is
2: Abbott. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a classy presidential television set.
2: We're next to all those golf trophies, man Fancy
1: Well, it's presidential And the ladder is still in the room (laughs) This is like the green room To the the theater where Rich Little is performing at
2: (laughs) You know what? Maybe it is
1: (laughs) You (laughs) think they are? Meanwhile, nothing's happened with these two So she's the woman whose breast got honked? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, weird, huh? They only had one woman agree to make this movie. You what? That's the only... Because they only could get one woman to agree to be in this entire movie. And her... Sh- I'm sorry. I saw her skirt.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Look how short her skirt is. It's insane. You can see the pockets still sticking out of the daisy duke is saying put some clothes on for shame looking at that <laughs> well, you skirt can see
2: the pockets on a daisy on a pair of daisy duke shorts yeah
1: but you shouldn't see the pockets on a skirt if it's that's something you know it's cut you too know, short if
2: you find a skirt with pockets holy shit saying. let me know mike i will <laughs> i will fucking wear the shit out of that skirt
1: yeah but don't cut it so i can see the pockets sticking <laughs> out of your skirt
3: <laughs> your but, skirt pockets. do you
2: do you know how rare pockets are in women's clothing it is so unfair Uh, if they made panties with pockets I would wear those and not even bother with pants
1: (laughs) well they did during the 80s they had uh, underwear that had little condom pockets like you can box her a No little...
2: not condom pockets My fucking pockets You see how you can fit A bunch of shit In your pockets The only reason I can do that In these pants Is because these are boys jeans Like I can't And even then They're kind of small In terms of What they hold You know what I mean Like you can You well, can you probably to... fit Your house keys Your wallet And your phone In your pockets
1: Maybe a person Not a bad idea I mean like Maybe I'm a little jealous No
2: maybe uh, Women's clothes Should have better pockets
1: Well first off Guys abuse their pockets Like you have to put Your wallet in your back pocket
2: Yeah but the fact That you fucking can is nuts you know how many pants I have that fucking have fucking fake pockets
1: well yeah (laughs) (laughs) fuck
2: that dude
1: you get pissed because like you're putting the chain under your wallet, and you're like, there's, there's no like chain. Loop.
2: No, I mean, like I try to put my hand in my pocket and then it's like, oh, right. This pocket is stone shut because it's sucks. not a real pocket.
1: Well, the thing about my pockets and is that I keep my wallet. Is that my you phone.
2: have them. Yeah. <laughs> my, like,
1: <laughs> well, you ever like a like a pencil. Look at this. The Pencils explode and then you get like a pens explode in your pocket. And you get
2: that's problems you marks. have when you have pockets. We're just like women are just trying to have access to those problems. <laughs> I'm already fucked up.
1: But I, I like I lose jeans because uh, I, I put a pen in my pocket and then the pen kind of explodes. Do you
2: Do you know what this is, Mike? It's
1: the tiniest world, tiniest. The world's violin.
2: smallest violet <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, hey! Speaking of Hitler, look who showed up for this movie. Footage. Did they have to pay for the Hitler footage? I, I don't still, know.
2: I'm sure Trump can collect royalties on it. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I think he gets uh, the foundation gets a nickel or ten yeah. footage of that so it's, it honors Laurel and Hardy and Hitler will be in it but you'll really and also uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rich Little
3: Hmm.
1: <laughs> they show like an exterior of the White House and then they cut to like a hotel room where they yeah. shoot
2: the
1: <laughs> hippies dirty filthy hippies early 70s hippies <laughs> Walking around They heard there's some Easter eggs left Lying around the great lawn
2: <laughs>
1: Looking for them, eggs They're gonna
2: get it It's
1: March There's no more fucking eggs Let the normals through Hippies
2: <laughs> look, look at the
1: filthy hippies Remember you could sit in the lawn And like have a picnic <laughs> Put a Apparently. blanket down was bring the troops home now oh it's an anti-war demonstration mm. that explains why that hippie didn't, was not wearing a shirt show <laughs> some respect great Britain, and uh, mm. shed, the queen shed her grace on me so I think they actually showed up to the demonstration to shoot footage for their movie. Wow. Or they got they purchased it. Yeah. I can't tell. Like, there's another Nixon movie, obscure Nixon movie. I think it's Steve Stockwell, the guy from uh, Quantum Leap. Hmm. And uh, Blue Velvet, where he plays Nixon and he's just rambling for the entire movie. He's like <laughs> by himself in the office, just rambling. Oh, my God. It's the same bit for the entire movie. Yeah. It's just them. Well, that's what you our... told
2: me it was going to be.
1: Yeah, well, I didn't lie. <laughs> <laughs> this is more. <laughs> oh, my God. Even the suit is terrible. He just went out and a bunch of hippies beat him up. <laughs> so he puts on his comedy ratted suit. Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy, I think, are their names. Ah. And I forget who's whom. Stan Laurel, I believe, is the uh, the skinny gentleman who Spiro is now emulating. I like explaining jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad this movie exists. It. Yeah. Well, I mean, most of them are mine, so I have to you know, I spend special care explaining them. I'm so Watergate was in 74? Like, I believe so. Yeah. So this was before Watergate.
2: Oh, was it? Really? Yeah, that makes well, sense. Well, they
1: have not been a Watergate joke. I mean. I mean, they haven't really.
2: Yeah, no, you're right.
1: Uh, this is a real, real sport. They're just calling him an idiot. As soon as can, got to get to sign that well, we made a movie, and it's Rich Little and someone else, and they pretend to be Laurel and Hardy. But honestly, all we have is forty minutes, and we need to make it sixty minutes. I know. Have my Kevin, uh, my cousin Kevin, make a uh, footage. Uh-huh. He's into white power and Nazism. We all just fill out, pad out the rest of the film. Yeah. Okay, sure. I don't have to watch it.
2: Yeah. How much? How far have we gotten in here?
1: Oh. This marijuana on YouTube. Oh,
2: no. He's
1: pulling out a plastic bag. The, don't. It's all right. It's 1972.
2: No, weed. it's not all right, Mike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're right, because they have to spend an hour removing the seeds and stem from the
2: 1972.
1: <laughs> <weed>. <laughs> and that is mostly brown. Oh, it's, well, a little bit of the movie Dick. He's They're feeding them marijuana cookies. <laughs> medicinal cookies.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, how how far are we uh, have we gotten into this?
1: That's a great question. We are uh, fifty three minutes and thirty five seconds.
2: Out minutes, not bad, not bad. Not or, bad. Well, or, or, I'm sorry, sixty five minutes, fifty five minutes out of sixty five.
1: Well, I do want to look for Stooge Mania, so we can watch at least the first five minutes. Of,
2: okay, I can yeah. do the first five minutes of Stooge Mania, and that way I, I can't, can't do two terrible movies like this in one day. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> this
1: is, but this isn't a movie. A movie usually has like you know the Wicked Witch comes the story of dog, <laughs> oh, and story dog. Oh, you the, mean a plot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's no plot in this movie I mean like how much time is expanded 11. wow that must be some really strong edibles if by just yeah. putting your teeth into it you start to giggle <laughs> they're tripping balls and they're uh, watching a hollow lie
2: But I think it's Klansmen playing? Or like.
1: It, they're dressed like Klansmen. Can't they think of anything else? It says Klan balls, right? In the back? I don't know. God, they can do any other joke. <laughs> it's Cousin Kevin. Uh, finally a joke alright here let me plug in well fuck it they're about to tell a joke and I can't uh,
2: no 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 there is no joke
1: Oh, no, I have my notebook because
2: no, when he was doing the State of the U- Union, he's, he prefaced it with, would you want to hear a joke? And then he didn't tell one. Oh, I see.
1: <laughs> it's anti-comedy. Damn it. Set it up and everything.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's sacraline. There was a TV show Called Mr. President On Fox And it had George C. Scott on it And uh Oh my god <laughs> Uh And uh, I remember they had it On a very special Mr. President And it had, <laughs> it had Uh George C. Scott Who was the president Telling the kids And this one Of the Sunday shows So it would be Between okay. the Simpsons And saying Living Color back then And uh so you thought it was cool that you and your friends smoked pot in the Lincoln bedroom.
2: <laughs>
1: that was a very special episode of Mr. President with the late George C. Scott. Alright, so... Uh,
2: so I, I broke the mic.
1: You broke the mic. This movie is so thrilling, you decided I, to... Um, I don't
2: think I broke it, bro.
1: Talk about mutiny.
2: There we go. I think I fixed the mic.
1: So now that these guys are really super high, a song is playing and there's a montage of them laughing with some old Laurel Hardy footage.
2: Yeah, but we don't really understand what's happening
1: <laughs> How did the state agree on this? They just showed it without paying for it or They paid for it without them proving what the content was It's crazy I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna try to keep fixing this
1: Alright Thank god this movie is getting A little more exciting with the other two people You know the villains Because they're the other two people in the movie Ah, you did a good job. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> I try. <laughs> well, you'll be performing uh hosting the show over at uh Kawika's, Kawika's, yeah Kawika's Ocean Beach. Delhi, uh every uh last two Sundays of the month they host a comedy show and Dominique runs a high quality show.
2: And I do the I do the second to last Sunday and you do the last Sunday.
1: I thought I did the fourth Sunday and I really thought I was going in tonight that funny
2: oh do you have a lineup
1: no no well i tell everyone to come next week they might show if they show up a we'll little one right i mean it's yeah absolutely
2: because i i usually keep it i usually keep a light lineup and honestly i keep um, two
1: people or three because yeah three you, for me you don't need to have that many people at a deli and
2: especially that yeah it's a I minute mean, yeah i usually do three people max um and then they hang around and then go to punch and right so <laughs>
1: well, I go to the but wait, who do you
2: have for next week? Who do you have going
1: I just have I have Danny Deci who's been on this uh, podcast last week. Oh, nice! And uh, a gentleman named Frosty Nuggs Oh yeah, It was heard his of birthday, him. and I said, you yeah, should come by the Deli?" <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay. Cool.
1: Yeah. That's his real name, and he has a different stage name. <laughs> it's very important to have a stage name. Of course.
2: Very important. Yeah. For example, Mike Spiegelman goes by Psych Miegelman
1: I go by Psych Spiegelman Well I do uh, Most people Usually comedians Will have Use first names For first and last Yeah 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 yeah. Not me So uh, Harrison Spiegelman Is my name Uh, (laughs) Two Jewish last names Is like how I like to go Yeah I like to do uh, Einstein Spiegelman
2: (laughs) Cause he's a genius
1: By the way The director Bob Einstein This movie was early In his career But he's not related To young Einstein
2: He's not related to
1: Young the Einstein.
2: The Young Einstein.
1: You remember that movie from 1985, star, written, starring by, uh, directed by Yahoo Sirius. Ah. Australia's uh, <laughs> answer to. <laughs> so Australia had two celebrities in the 80s.
2: Okay, hit me. Uh,
1: the, uh Crocodile Dundee.
2: Right, right, right. I oh, they had they right had right. a guy who did uh, a. Was it Paul Hogan?
1: Paul Hogan. Hogan. Right? Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, yeah. He did a film in the 80s. He did Flipper with uh, Elijah Wood in the 90s.
2: Oh, okay, okay, yeah.
1: And he did a movie with uh, uh, Kuning Jr., who played, like, a mute, terrible movie. (laughs) Who was was
2: the other famous Australian of the 1980s?
1: Yahoo Serious. So Yahoo Serious made a bunch of weird movies, Reckless Eric... Uh, Mr. Accent, and he was young Einstein, so he was like a uh, Australian Einstein, and it was him with his crazy inventions, and he had crazy hair, and his name was y- Yahoo Serious.
2: <laughs> Sounds like a fun dude.
1: <laughs> I try watching them. <laughs> his movies are, are very interesting. If, we're, if you are listening to this podcast at this point, obviously you must be aware of y- Mr. Yahoo Serious.
2: And have you have you done any of the movies on this show?
1: No, but that's a good point. I, I'm sure I could find one of his films on. on yeah, YouTube. for sure. Yeah. Well, we'll take a look afterwards.
2: And you know what? Um, I, Tess Berry is a huge movie buff as well, so maybe she'd be.
1: She was. She should know. Yahoo <laughs> yeah, who's serious? young Einstein, at least. So this movie must be ending.
2: You can't tell though. <laughs> you <Yeah.
1: laughs> can't. Oh.
2: oh, unless this is how it ends with the actual Richard Nixon realizing that that he's been impersonated this whole time and they try to make a run for it.
1: Well, yeah, usually Laurel and Hardy, they, uh, they're they very funny. They go out <laughs> and they, they'll they uh, hook up with a girl who takes them home and uh, then the girl's uh, boyfriend from prison comes out of prison and beats, <laughs> and beats them up. There's their funny stuff. You know, at least they commit this whole entire movie. I think like 55 minutes into an hour-long movie, I'd just be like, "Hey, here's some topless girls. I know that's what you'd rather watch."
2: That's the guy who's a communist now.
1: So pre 9/11. Pre 9/11, it's always about bombs.
2: Post nine eleven was all about surveillance.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Surveillance.
2: Enemy of the state. Gene Hackman. Will Smith. John Voight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's like North by Northwest. Uh, sure. yeah, I'm just an average Joe. No, you. You look like a secret agent.
3: <laughs> give
1: us the micro something. The Finch. The microfilm. The microdisc. The. Give us the 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 film. <laughs> That movie, you know, uh, there's a lost art of uh, professional lingerie sell- saleswomen, and that movie honors it. Where, Let's say you want to get some Wait, lingerie. Wait, which movie? Enemy of the State. There's a scene where Will Smith is going lingerie shopping, and he goes to a private— There's a set of, like, strip clubs. There's private lingerie booths. So okay, okay. You go and you say, I'd like to buy some lingerie for my wife. And they'll say, well, let's go. Here's a model who'll model you some underwear. And the oh, woman will come yeah. into a private room with you and show off the lingerie. I remember that scene. And then you could buy the lingerie after that she bought that she wore, <laughs> completely on the up and up. <laughs> and there's a scene like that. There was a private lingerie room uh, in the Tenderloin and like Mission and like Eighth that area. And it became a Cindy Sheehan for uh, president uh, campaign room afterwards. Then it became oh. a head shop that closed. But I do recall it because I would walk by. And once in a while, there'll be a woman who's wearing lingerie, who's standing by the open door looking at herself in the full movie while you walk by the place.
2: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
1: Which is great because it reminds you, oh, that's right. There is a room. Let's say I want to get some lingerie for my wife. I don't know if she's going to look good in it. if I go to a private lingerie model the lingerie model could wear the the lingerie for me and I could get a good look 360 make a decision oh boy I'd probably purchase it anyway whatever she wears (laughs) (laughs) it's completely legitimate business Uh, (laughs) but they're closing it's a lost art like Enemy of the State is probably one of the last visual representation of that line of work
2: or you could just figure out your wife's bra size and go from there.
1: But I maybe I want someone to model it before I uh in a private room. Bullshit.
2: <laughs> I'm calling bullshit.
1: So here's the end of the movie where they show clips from this movie that we just saw. So I think this scene is new.
2: And the players. Richie, hey, Rich Little, Spiro. Kirby. Anita, Diane Williams. Who's Kirby?
1: Not Bruno Kirby. There we go. Wow! Wow,
2: Mike, that's like
4: six.
1: Thank you so much. See, hippie,
2: never getting back so. with the
1: <laughs> That's right. At least uh, see, Sand and Ollie. It's Laurel and Hardy, yeah. but then, I don't think they got credit for this film. <laughs> and there's like love American style graphics. Yeah, no. oh, some new songs. I think there was a soundtrack to this movie. There has to be some yeah, of the hippies. They
2: have three songs,
1: so. Do you hate the president Nixon? Then <laughs> you should buy the soundtrack to the "I Hate Nixon" movie. <laughs> yeah i hate nixon i should really buy the soundtrack
2: no this was fun dude thank you for having me
1: i listen to you like we're leaving right now oh well, oh, well i'm glad well, you no could do do mean,
2: okay. oh, or sorry or not or oh, not look, you the
1: president's mean? limousine chrysler so they they got
2: they got a rental
1: <laughs> they got a rental they got it for free
2: there we go See, smothers chrysler. brothers
1: bro international smothers brothers
2: <laughs>
1: wow yeah well thank you i've Dominic so much for for (laughs) saying through that but let's go ahead and find Stooge Mania Kill Two Birds right, right. we said we were going to watch
2: I can't do more than five minutes Mike
1: no no oh look at that there's the DVD oh so actually look at this this is the movie poster it was a black and white picture of Nixon and uh, his vice president looking like Laurel and Hardy and of course they kind of look like Rich Little I mean would you see a movie poster of a black and white illustration like this and go, yeah, all right, I'll sit down. I and-
2: mean, not now. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, right, now you know better. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and type <laughs> Stooge Mania, see what's going on. Actually, you know, you can help me. Uh, we'll get this Stooge. Oh, I'm Hi. sorry, I'm so... No, 1986. No. Why don't I plug this in here? Well, we can get- at least play the trailer.
2: Okay, yeah, let's play the trailer.
1: All right do you mind so four is on right
2: alright let
1: me let me do this alright so I'm going to play something called opening to Stooge Mania 1986 VHS from the VHS museum oh. alright
5: you're in the process of a sale
1: yeah wait sorry <laughs> sorry oh actually I said this is not the trailer but this is just the uh, first minute of this movie
2: okay let's do it
1: uh, this is from the VHS Museum, but I want to go back and play the the two-minute trailer as well.
2: Oh, okay. Well, then let's... Uh, le- All
1: right. So now that the... Uh, watching a VHS video. Woo! This is just one of the Paramount video. Heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> atlantic video toaster presents like i guess it all bacon. started quite
0: a few years ago at the movies i used to go to a lot of those kitty matinees it was a nice pleasant way to spend saturday afternoons
1: i used to do that too oh i guess that
2: was it i guess the whole first minute I mean, it was goes just like uh,
1: do not okay so let's go ahead party stooge stooge mania trailer this is from final context an idea of *Stooge Mania*, which it does not have the full-length movie on YouTube. Sorry.
0: This man is a threat to mankind. Yeah,
1: better editors than like man twice. Power
0: over <laughs> <laughs> Don't
1: you want to watch this movie? <laughs>
0: power over I am cutie. Howard, not on the phone. <laughs> has a strange power over himself.
1: He's smacking himself.
0: He's labeled warning party stooge. At work, he's a scream. You're an idiot! I'm sorry, Mr. Cruel. That's Trump. At play, he's a disaster.
4: You never can tell what he's gonna do or say. <laughs> Howard. Don't uh, do or say
1: anything Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well. Well, that's uh, Victoria Jackson oh. From yeah. SNL And uh, Weird it, political you. humor
0: Sid Caesar it
1: The guy that is getting punched media, Is uh, Zero Mustel's must I mean, son Who's an actor Josh Mustel uh.
0: uh, Do not let him into your home
1: This movie is unwatchable I have seen him, it
0: Cause they breathe. Hello. Hello. Hi.
1: See, the, those are Stooge impersonators. Gotcha. These are the three Stooges. They're impersonating it's Curly. And there's the women they harass.
0: Yeah.
1: Curly. Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. Party Stooge. Yikes. I'm so glad we didn't watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know actually I thought of one more movie well, so Let's at least see If the trailer To Brain Donors Is out you ever, Do you remember Brain Donors
2: No Just assume that I don't remember Anything you're talking about
1: So this movie came out During the mid 90s And it's three <laughs> people Pretending to be 1992 And they're pretending To be uh, Three stu- uh Pretending to be The Marx Brothers So this okay. is like A modern take Of different Oh then I have One more trailer and then we could get out of here, I
0: swear. <laughs> not at try to get both fine. So he's the uh,
1: fast. He's
0: finger. the groucho. Well, you got
1: me there. That guy is the harpo.
0: See <laughs> some
6: experiment that went wrong.
1: See it's kind of weird Like Like, if these people already exist exist, Why do you want to see a new version Of of an old performer (laughs)
6: That's driving me mad
1: See he's acting like Groucho Marx There's Chico
6: We can start there I
0: could make love to you right here and now Roland please Let's keep this on a professional level. Very well, then I'll charge you 50 bucks a pop. Huh? This is ludicrous! The is the There's too much violence in the movie to my environment! We were carrying out orders!
3: I
1: really like the Mars Brothers. I wish there was a movie that pretended to be the Mars Brothers.
3: <laughs>
1: so finally, let's see the trailer to The Three Stooges, which came out a couple of years ago, which was actors pretending to be the original actors.
2: Oh, you should probably specify.
1: Oh, right. I typed in the Three Stooges.
2: Yeah, you can't just type in the Three Stooges and expect the movie to come up.
1: Uh, Three Stooges. How if I put down 2000? There we go. 2012 trailer. So four years ago, uh, this happened. Who's this with? Um, I don't remember. Oh, uh, Will Sasso, I think.
2: Hmm.
1: And uh, it's the Farrelly Brothers directed
0: it.
2: Oh, okay. Missed it. Completely missed it.
0: It was a blessed day when, through these hallowed gates, a stranger rose. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I'm laughing already. And
0: delivered unto them a miracle.
1: So so far, there's four things wrong with this movie.
0: iPhone. Uh huh. Hello nobody there. Get some more Spread out. Uh-huh. Mind your P's and Q's. Don't forget to dot the I's. <laughs>
1: oh, it's the guy from <laughs> Will and Grace. As Larry Fine. No,
0: I do <laughs> How about now? Yeah, it's coming on. And Curly. <laughs>
1: so they're reenacting other people's material.
0: Hey, guys. Yeah. Oh, hiya, Sister Bernice. There's something different about you. Did you get a haircut?
1: From 20th Century Fox. That's that famous model. It's a famous model.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Famous mo- model. Model in a nun bathing suit. Yeah. Gotcha. Come
1: <laughs> here. Yeah, lobster. Just false. balls. Yeah, that's Three why he was saying that way.
0: Hiya, Snook. I got a present. Really? Yeah, go on, open it.
1: Okay. Jersey Shore?
3: <laughs> oh!
1: See, they, they poke them in the eyes. That was a joke. <laughs> Three Stooges are great. I mean, they're just a bunch of old Jewish men beating each other up. Yeah, but that's the modern version. Okay, I think we're done. <laughs> We just read the gamut of old, uh, movies oh, and pre- pretending to be other movie actors uh, here on Let's It. Next Watch time, I funny. promise to
2: have coffee. I <laughs> know, uh,
1: seriously, to sit through this movie. Uh, so we are going to, we should wrap with a theme song. Uh, so, Lazy Brunch.
2: Yeah, find it uh, lazybrunchhour.com if you want to find me on Twitter. Yeah, uh, you know. I'm at hey Dom Jellin, Dominique Jellin on Facebook. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'll see you guys around.
1: Yeah. And uh, by the way, listen to Mutiny Radio on Sunday. It started at 10 a.m. Yeah. And then kicking with uh, me. Uh, and uh, that's it. So that's another episode. Thank you guys so much. We've watched so much crap.
2: <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: Let's watch Friends, I wrote this song. My turn ons what are sad sheets. I like to pee outdoors. You, you should follow beagle me on Twitter. Let's It's oh, Jokes man. De Caro, not duh like you duh. Oh, that's funny. It's duh like French, so it's Jokes man. De Caro.
5: Follow me now. The section of of others who have influence. I think that's to me from the sales perspective. That's identifying who in the organization you're selling to is involved in that sales process, and what who is going to actually influence it. Who has information that will help you make the sale or make a better sale. And then once you identify those people, then build relationships with them, and do that by educating listening and engaging
6: and so
7: mostly
5: listening let me say that first listen educate engage
6: are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts are you on a raft without a pattern MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or
0: I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat.
6: <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard, as well as movies over there.
8: The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician JD Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday 10am to noon on Mutiny Radio that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on MutinyRadio.fm. Freeform Radio for free minds.
0: tacos, and from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and... Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from five to ten PM or later. Count off yeah, a son. I'll It changed like three times oh, <laughs> the course of that. What? <laughs> <But, laughs> this <is> dog's? Part. <laughs> to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer.
2: Oh, happy hour. What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience, puppets... Kittens, unicorns, porn, maybe? Oh, well, stage shine makes them happy, and this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. But you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at Mutiny Radio FM index at
0: podcasts.pcrcollective.org.
2: So come live or listen later or to every happy hour mic Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FL Mutiny. I just... B- what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah! yeah you got it. I got
5: it. that
6: Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny?
0: Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl.
6: Well, I mean, you ever want to be
5: welcome to unleash the rain it is a beautiful Tuesday here in San Francisco we're coming to you live from mutinyradio.fm in the mission and uh it is a nice
7: really live live like I'm half live
5: you're never all live because I don't think anybody can handle that you can't handle the truth you can't handle the Vincent I can't handle the Vincent that's a great movie uh what is that movie called what, what's that movie? Uh,
7: one good man. A few no. good men.
5: Huh? A few good men. A few good men. Yeah, that's a great movie. Even uh, though I'm not a big Tom Cruise but fan. Who do you think they were referring to? Tom Cruise, Kevin Bacon. I love Kevin Bacon. Uh, not a Tom Cruise fan, but whatever. What are Tom you going to do? He, well, a
7: few good men. So I'm assuming that one of those three or two of those three are good. But well, one it wasn't of them Jack Nicholson. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Uh, Jack Nicholson. What? He know, was what great that in that. You can't, the truth. you can't handle the truth. That was a great movie. Anyway, uh, so uh, we are coming to you live from mutinyradio.fm. I said that before, but we got distracted. You, if you want to re- call us, go ahead and give us a call at 415-550-0511. And we, uh, if you want to come down...
7: 315
5: is our... Okay, sure. Why not? Uh-huh. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can reach us at on Facebook at Unleash the Rain and on Twitter at Unleash... Unleash the rain, or you can email me Stacy at unleashtherain.com, uh, or my my fine co-host Vincent, and you can um, email him at uh, Vincent. Vincent at unleashtherain.com. I was I know, but I know. I was going to tell you that those are my headsets that I gave you because I didn't know if you brought yours. So just so you know, those are mine. They're not great, so I mean. So anyway, I, I, I was just, I, I was, he was, he was unplugging the headsets. I plugged in for him. Once, um, once upon a time. That was I really a nice. Really hot chick. And
7: she bought me these for, yes,
5: yes, I did buy you those for Christmas. I'm not a hot chick, but I don't, I don't I know. Oh that was you. That was me when we started the radio show. Remember? I thought it was way Pam. back when from some reason I thought it was Pam. It was way back when we started the radio station it was like a, almost a year and a half ago. Yes. I know. Then
7: when we started the radio station then we hired Pam.
5: Yes. Yeah. What do you mean we hi- we never hired Pam? Pam hired us. Pam uh, Pam trained us. <laughs> I got trained on the on the new board you know,
7: too. You know the d- new old board Pam as well as I do. If you had just not said anything, she would have believed it. Oh, okay. She can't remember that far back?
5: Oh, okay. <laughs> Ow, oh, I didn't hit my thing. Um yeah. And so if you ever want to come down and check out this space, uh, we're, we're here every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific, so you can listen live. Um, or you can come down and visit us and bring us pie. And we're located at 2781 21st Street in the Mission in San Francisco, and that's Mission in Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Unleash the Rain is really about um, helping organizations leverage technology to increase revenue and reduce expenses. And our goal is really to help people you know free up their time uh so that they can focus on their passion whether their passion is inside their business or out and um what what did you what are you looking for my gun okay
7: i forgot my gun
5: okay you don't carry a gun
7: i do i have been for the last three shows why
5: you don't carry a gun stop it you're scaring me now
7: i had a ray gun
5: Okay. Oh, pew pew pew, yeah. pew 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 I could make the ray gun sound. Yes. I, so, are you talking? So, so you have f- sound effects? This is great. Well, there's. Oh, geez. Okay, fine. Okay. Anyway, one of uh, those little kidlets stole it. <laughs> <So>
7: <laughs> it's way, okay. Probably also I have a Reagan.
5: Pam is. Pam is the awesome. Station manager. Yes, station manager. Twice. And she has a show on Friday nights that's from eight to eleven. Eight to ten. 10 Pam Tastics comedy showcase uh, clubhouse. Yeah. It's a clubhouse. She recently she lost And tonight, uh, tonight two ounces. you could, Didn't you lose two ounces yeah. when you?
4: Of uh, marijuana. No, you chopped, <laughs> you chopped your finger off?
7: You chopped your finger off? Yeah. Good. You're up. Yeah. You're up.
8: Yeah, I, I uh, was making chicken last night here for Joke Workshop for the comedians, and no good good deed goes unpunished, and I chopped off the top of my finger oh. with uh, poultry shears. I just <gasps> snipped it right off. So. Dude. Yeah, I was going to go get stitches, but like... Then it was right underneath, like, I I bite my nails, so I don't have any... If I would have had nails, if I wouldn't have bitten my nails like a little neurotic freak, the the scissors would have gone into the nail, and it wouldn't have been a big deal. But because I don't have any nails, it just sliced, like, right in really deeply. And uh, and I decided not to get stitches because it's so close to where the nail is. I'm like, where are they going to hook it in? Like, where are they going to... How are they going to stitch this? So I just I ha- they probably
5: they probably would have glued it. Oh, you yeah, skin glued it. I glued it, so it. it's fine. Because I didn't want to go spend
8: five hours in the ER. ER probably more with for that. And yeah, right. And if I just I just put super glue on it. So cool. Did you actually use real super glue? Yeah, just that's what super glue was invented for in World War II. Was yeah. for. Um, that's right.
5: Why do I go to CVS and pay three times as much
8: for the fancy skin glue? Because it doesn't hurt as much. Oh. Because the. Um,
7: staples are the worst oh god but they're cheaper yeah go, go, a go, go, go. Guy go.
8: well this was too small for staples too i mean i'm tiny fingers but so just a little uh, just a little crazy glue it hurts like crazy <laughs> <laughs> but then it's um and then everything's fine it's got i'm gonna live that's I'm not gonna bleed out hey but uh tell them where you are tonight uh, actually, I'm babysitting tonight. Oh, you're not doing so Brainwash? Pillow, oh, right. no, next Tuesday, I meant. Next Tuesday. Next next Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, next, Tell people, next, next Tuesday, Tuesday you'll be? at the Brainwash Cafe. Uh, it's I host the Mutiny Radio takeover. Takeover of Brainwash. And so it's actually going to be a really fun showcase with, um, it's an open mic showcase sandwich. So it's open mic showcase open mic and it has uh clay newman and stephanie silverman two of my favorite comedians and then someone else named alex davenport uh all the way out of la but whenever these la kids come up they always contact me and i put them on shows so well
5: that's nice and brainwash is located at 1122 Folsom street in san francisco
8: 7th and Folsom. if you get there before seven o'clock they have cheap beers and good food yeah yeah really really good good food yeah yeah and great salads and stuff i I never eat salads because i like i like fries and uh yeah me too but uh, lottery and, and yeah, you can do your laundry. You can, can bring do your laundry. Laundry and you can listen to comedy. It's all in one kind And of fun. they
5: have Wi-Fi. So yeah, yeah. and 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 it's a, the Mutiny Radio Takeover. Ah, and we like it. Come on out,
8: guys, next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Pam. Woo! Yay! Uh,
5: so. so yes.
7: No. So we. It's you know what? It, it's the last. Tuesday of the month.
5: It is the last Tuesday of the month. So our topic for today is the enlightened entrepreneur. Yes. Um, which we're going to talk about uh, as soon as we get to that part of the show. So. And that's the enlightened entrepreneur is really about how to take care of yourself. So if you're running a business or starting a business or you're um, in management or you're even an employee, really you're not really giving your best if you're not taking care of yourself. And it's one of the, the of the pillars I think of um, good stewardship of your career and or your company.
7: And I personally am very enlightened recently losing 95 pounds yes you know I need to lose weight Uh uh-huh is that a reference to me if I lost you, yeah,
5: I tried to lose you. I tried to lose you twice today. Oh, yeah. I ditched you in the BART <laughs> station, and there you were on the train. Yes. And then I ditched you at the cafe, and then here you showed up at the radio station. Yes.
7: yes. Jesus. Kind of. So it's like you're following me or something. In other ways, I'm a puppy. You're a puppy. Yeah. Um, okay. So this week I'm going to we'll talk about that today. By the way, we're we will. Gonna, we're yep. going to bring up an interesting in, uh, incident that happened today.
5: Oh, you want to talk about that? I, I want to. M- okay. An example. Wow. Let's you're going to be up. super vulnerable. That's awesome. That's I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I will try not to be too much of a bitch about it. How are you going to do that? Nice. So I'm super excited this week. Uh, you tomorrow have a going in. Yeah, no. All right. Anyway, tomorrow, uh, so before I get into the latest news, any news tidbits I want to bring up, uh, tomorrow I'm really excited. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week, I'm going to Zoho, the corporate headquarters for Zoho. Not a good place to lose weight. Nah, not a bad place, actually, though. Mm-hmm. They actually have a lot of salads and vegetables. But anyway, can I I actually speak or are you going to interrupt everything I say and talk about food? It's because we haven't eaten and we're going to talk about that later. And that's going to (laughs) be, that's why I'm bitchy. Um, Anyway, I digress. Uh, So um, Zoho Corporation has several different products, right? One of them is Zoho CRM that we talk about. They have a lot of sales and marketing stuff. And they also have this product called Creator. Mm -hmm. And then they for Creator, which is Creator's an app that lets you easily build applications and not have to know code. And the scripting language that they use is a scripting language they created called Deluge. Mm-hmm. And using Deluge and Creator, you can create all kinds of apps. So, for And so they have a conference every year around uh, Creator, and it's called the Developer Conference, and it is April 27th, 28th, and 29th. And it's being held in Pleasanton, as I said. I'll go ahead and put the link to register on our website if people want to register. um Uh, you can go for all three days the first two days are a a, a hands-on workshop where you're we're actually going to they're going to take people through how to create an actual application from scratch and you can either sign up for a trial account of creator or you can use a demo account that they're going to give people Um, so that's 99 bucks for those two days and it's hands-on or you can sign up for the third day which is basically the uh, an overview of of creator and the kinds of things you can do with it so it's sort of like here's how to do it and then here's what you what you can how you can make it fly. Um, so if you just want to come and get information about how you might want to use it, um, I'm, I've invited some of my customers to come on the third day to just learn about Creator um, so that if they want to build any custom apps, of course, I'm I'm a Creator-certified developer, so um, I can build them for you. Or you can come all three days and learn how to build them and then learn how to make it fly. C- and Custom yeah.
8: apps for apps for like I- iPhones? Well, yeah. like you actually, like
5: that? Yeah. It, it can be. It's w- you, They're web-based. Um, well, there's, three options so you can create an application that can do anything like like a, a ten, like thing one we're going to do in the workshop is actually attendee management for events okay and then you can turn that into a mobile app oh, for so tablets and 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 smartphones and you can also if you are some super secret company and you want to create the application and then you don't want to have it hosted on the web in the cloud for some reason maybe it has like you know super secret stuff on it like people's financial information or whatever you can actually create an offline version and then store it on your own server which is new last year
8: my question is like let's say i wanted to create a mutiny radio app would i be able to go to this conference for 99 dollars and do a hands-on like i'm going to build an app that you buy for 99 cents and then you can stream mutiny radio (laughs) all the time and get podcasts and no no. I'm going to say no, that this conference won't do that for you. So it's not like an app app. It's like, uh, it's like you said, it's more website based and like no.
7: tricks, tricks on your web page. No, it's uh, it's, it, it's middleware. So, it, so there's, uh, that's a term. So basically it allows you to interface with something else. In other words, if you have, uh, a, let's say a uh, CRM for the station, radio right. station, yeah. a, a customer relationship manager, and you wanted to, imp- and you wanted people to be able to sign up or find out what radio shows are there, then you can create an app that interfaces with that oh. or your accounting pro- program, for instance, or an attendance list or, oh you know, something like that, but it has, it's, it's, you build in it to interface with something else.
8: See, I, I'm, I, I don't know a lot about technology, but whenever anybody says app, all, all I've been trained to think about is iPhones and things that you go pink and it's like oh it does this thing for you and the people because that's like people keep saying that that's how you make money is that you design an app and then everybody wants to get the app and then you make money
5: um we should talk offline it might be uh it might be helpful it might it might be an option gotcha yeah but you don't have to go well, no, I mean, I just—I was just curious if, like,
8: that was what it was. Because there's another Why,
5: app. I'm this. a certified creator developer. Why you don't ask me?
8: Oh, 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 maybe, well, I'll, there we go. maybe
5: I'll do it in trade for my.
8: That would, well, and this is, there's something else that's completely outside the station. I'm working with three ladies uh-huh. on creating an app that's going to make us million Oh, be, Wait,
5: wait, wait. Don't tell me.
8: It's it's nanny robux no wouldn't
5: that be the best though yes yeah like a little nanny app robux. that said like now push the stroller up a hill <laughs> I,
7: I had like that you would flip are, it over and it would be
5: okay
8: no stop um what was what's your what's the so thing we already have ladies? it copyrighted so i'm not worried about saying it on your well I, mean, I was just gonna say you don't
5: have to give too much away if you don't want to but so since you already have it copyrighted
8: it's an app that uh, it's called uh, exchange p2p.com and it's creating global community through trade and so you buy the app and then you fill out this cool profile or it eats your it eats your Facebook and then tells you things and then it helps you connect with people that have the similar things so let's say that I'm a size seven and I need to go on some job interviews, and I need a silk suit from Ann Taylor, and I just don't have any of those, because I wear jeans, t-shirts, and leather jackets, Yep. so what I do is I buy the app, well, I get, I'll get it for free in the beginning, well, we'll be giving it away for free when we beta test, but then you match with certain people, and then you sort of exchange things, we give them a bag that has the logo on it, so that they can just, ex- they know who the person is, and you meet up at a place, and like, we're gonna have bars and restaurants, like, sponsor, and pay us, so that they can be one of the specified places and then you trade your stuff so like that's really cool so maybe i have like i have all these leather jackets i don't wear anymore and maybe she has a bunch of floral print things that are appropriate for work and we meet up and we switch our stuff that's awesome right so it's like everybody wins and we we're trying to like work out all these other things that we can put into it. But like, you know, if you're a guy and you've just moved to San Francisco and you don't know a lot of people and you want to like, Hey, let's, I'm going to meet some dude at a bar and I need ties or whatever, you know? Right. And then you now, make new friends and get cool stuff.
5: Yeah. That's awesome. Um, no, I just, uh, how is it different or, or I think it's different than trade Z. I've never heard of trade Z. Okay. Um, so Tradesy is uh, a website, Uh so it's not, I don't think they have an app. I'm looking at it online right now. Um, so you can sell anything from your closet. Um, so I think Tradesy is more shopping than trading, although it started out trading, right? but I think they had a hard time. Making money off of it trading.
8: Absolutely. Well, the thing and how is... how are you going to make money? It's the app. So you, you have three different versions of the app you can buy. You can buy the 99 cent app. That's 99 cents a month. Also, they only... They only... Tradesy is only authentic designer oh yeah this is this is like anything whatever the hell you this have. is yeah mm-hmm. this is like I have a bunch of jeans and I
7: all um, I wear is designer clothes so you know, just wow well
8: some people but they, they, when you when they take the information off of Facebook there might be people that have like designer things that want to to do that and they just want to get rid of it I mean this all came from the idea that I have an entire suitcase in my closet Filled with clothing. That's great. It's it's it was one time expensive and nice. I just don't wear it anymore. Right. But I don't want to give it away and I don't want to throw it away. And you don't want to take it to a consignment store. And I don't want to take it to a consignment store. I just want to give it to someone who's my same size. And maybe and maybe get something. And maybe get something cool. Right. Yeah. Or right I mean, on. it could even be like, I'm going to bring you all these clothes and you buy me a couple of beers. Like that's, I mean, it could be anything, but that's you work awesome. that on your own. But the way that we make the money is by um, advertising. So... You can buy the app for 99 cents where it has tons of advertising on it. You can buy it for $1.99, meaning that it's only certain parts of the website. If you buy it, the $2.99 a month package, you get like all these bells and whistles. You don't have to have any ads. You get access to everything. It's like special, but special. it's, but it's, it's based on the thing that you told us last week on the show, which is that the reason they put in a super size is so that people will buy the size lower. So we yes. want them to spend $1.99. We don't want them to spend $2.99. They don't have to do that. That. no we want to spend $1.99 but the people who spend $2.99 you're like woohoo, right exactly and yep. then they're stoked and, and every month it just automatically comes out it's not that much money anyways we give them a little bag they get to use the service everybody's happy and then we would also as it grew when places wanted to become like a meetup a place to exchange then they would they would also get advertising. So it would be like Benders would give us money for advertising. Or we would say, hey, this month's sponsored place to exchange P2P is Zeitgeist or is Town, or Brainwash. And so they give us some money and then we make. So it's like there's like ads that are local ads for specific things that are more like helpful. And then there's ads that are like, you know, stamps.com or any of those. Right. Whoever guys, wants to give you money, whoever wants to give us money when it starts growing, which w- it might not have anything to do with clothing. It could even be like mod cloth or one of those things where they're, they're right. trying to sell clothing. Right. And we're which like, would make sense. Right. Sure. So that's like what I've been meeting with these ladies and we're all just like throwing all our ideas in and then working on it together. That's Awesome. So that's why I was like, Ooh, application thing. Cause then yes. you could, um, well, we should talk at the break. Okay. Um,
5: I mean, you're welcome to come to the uh, the conference. I don't know if you what you're doing. Can you get? I can pick you up from Bart. But
8: Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I, Fri- I, Friday. Friday. Babys- I babysit and I've got all my shows. Friday. Well, but it's Friday. No. I mean, I would. Okay. But I'm all right. I'm here. But just but ask me. You. Yeah. Just ask me perfect I just all this I, I just figured I've got to jump into it because everyone's got an app these days everyone's got an idea for an app mm-hmm. and it's gets like this million dollar idea and it's like okay and it seems like one of those things that once you put out there and it's it's a weird economy because it doesn't cost people that much right I mean it's what like 12 bucks a year to have the whole program but mm-hmm. if you have you know 1000 th- 4000 people spending Well but then you
5: you all c- you also can do like you could do P2P in San Francisco then you can launch it in right. like San Jose and then Oakland and Berkeley and then eventually like Los
8: Angeles and Portland and, and, and Seattle and Chicago and We York. were thinking like internationally cuz wouldn't it be fun to go to paris cuz that we don't have any clothes there and they love american clothes right so you yeah. go to paris with like a ton of jeans and they're like levi's levi's you know or whatever right. and then you come out with like weird Parisian clothes or from Italy or, I mean, yeah. I would do that. I would I would travel with a whole suitcase full of stuff that I wasn't going to take home and then meet a bunch of people because then you would find out the cool things to do in Paris or whatever. Like, you'd meet uh, exchange with someone at some cool cafe and you're like, now I feel like a local. So, anyways, that's... Why is that doing that? No, yeah. this, the computer screen right here. Oh, that's a good question. It sounds like, it looks like it's cy- th- cycling yeah, yeah. or... There it is. Oh, I'm like, no, the,
5: the computer screen in front of me just started like blinking madly. And I was like, okay, do we have a poltergeist in here?
8: Yeah, well, I think I there is actually. There was a ghost the other night that was turning the lights on and off. And I was like, are we, uh, it was during the fantastic show and it, the lights are going on and off. It was when I was doing jokes